So today we're going to start the show a little bit different, a little bit different, you know. I was actually, I, 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 no, listen, so whatever. But you know a song by Schoolboy Q, Studio? Yeah. <laughs> you know, I realized that I didn't get what the song meant. What do you mean? Right? So wait, wait. What's the song about to you? song to me is about you know this guy being in studio and you know recording this crazy ass song and even though he wants to like be with the hun at that time he can't because the song is like too fire to just let go you know so he wants to finish the song first and then get to the nice things with the hun that's what it is yeah. about to me i got the half, the half of the song like, because i think it's very like rhythmic and and very like you know really you know it, it's such a fun i want to come home to you song right it, it's a uh, but but i think that the second half gets lost i don't know it don't on me i was like nobody actually speaks about the second half right the sacrifice of actually choosing work right over pleasure right short-term loss for a long-term gain right and and i i i don't know why it never that part like you've heard that like it's a hit you've heard that song so many times but if he did it in chill in studio and make the song studio and and the actual album oxymoron then would we know okay maybe you know it's it's always the would you know and then you can always argue otherwise but would we have known schoolboy q would his name have held the weight that it does even though he hasn't released in a while maybe he has i don't know nobody cares but you can still put him on a song and he has that crit because of that one album right and and that's what i i wanted to open today's episode with right a shout out to the people who actually choose a short-term loss in order to get a long-term gain Mm. Yeah, ne? what a way to kick things off, boy. <laughs> you know, music. And maybe you just, you know, you jumped in and you're wondering why are these two people just being about a song. You know, it's a cool song. Maybe you just chill. Be like, I actually do like the song. And hey, let's see what they have to think about it. But, but just in case you're not sure what you're listening to, you are listening to the mind. In the moon. Mind in the moon. Mind in the moon. We're back again with another one. Just for yeah, the fun. Yeah, it's been a minute. It's been a minute. I think it's been a month. I didn't keep count. I don't know. Uh, I think it hasn't been a month. Uh, it's been like a couple of weeks, I think. Okay. Maybe like three. So it's probably a month, like close to a year. Yeah, so so it's it's been a minute. It's not as long as as like two episodes ago. It was like a three month gap. As we record this, I think we just released uh, the episode "Mind Your Own." So for context, you know, when this airs, that we do work in advance, and you know that it's now episode thirty nine. Right? Happiness is a lifestyle. What are you gonna call? Yeah, that's one of your favorite. That's one of your favorite favorite lines. I feel like that's that's the title of the episode, man. Happiness is a lifestyle. 
Yeah, every episode is Why a pun. Every episode is a pun. And it's 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 a play on words on the call of uh Simon. No. Look, you see, I've written so many books, I, I'm even forgetting. It's like forgetting your own kids. That's why I must have like two kids. Don't have ten kids. Don't have twelve kids. Because you'll forget them. Just have like a few kids. But you know, I'm sorry to my, you know, figurative kids, which are my books. And this is The Soul Doctrine and Happiness. And that was the core of the entire book. Is right Summing it up in one line is happiness is a lifestyle. Right? So I'm gonna ask you a question, man. You know we're gonna, gonna, you know, dive into the deep end, bro. Are you happy? Like real talk, are you happy? I feel like that's that's a tricky question to answer at all times, man. Because it's like happy with what? You know, that's the first thing. It's like happy with what? Because I feel like when you look at it, in 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 specific terms, you know, it's very difficult for, for for one to say maybe they're happy, you know, specifically me. Like, I'm almost never happy with anything when it comes to us looking, like, at the nitty-gritties of what it is I do and what it is I'm involved in, you know. But, I mean, if we're talking about in general terms, I'm happy to be alive, yeah, definitely, you know. I'm happy to have the sort of people that I have around me and, and I'm happy to know that I have the skills and talents that I feel are necessary for me to get where I want to get to, you know, and I think I'm also, I'm happy with myself as a person. So in general, I think I'm, I'm pretty happy. But you see, that is the thing, right? With, with happiness, right? In, in, the book I spoke of, it was distinguished into two parts, right? So there's happiness as an emotion and happiness as a lifestyle, right? Happiness and as an emotion, I think I think we all recognize what it is, but it also overlaps with you know, joy. I feel like happiness would be the peak and then joy would be the process of getting to happiness. But the point is you can be happy even though your life isn't happy, right? Versus happiness is a lifestyle. I'd say that in the long term or over a period of time, right? If you track it, is your life happy? Are you fulfilled, right? This happiness is, I'd say a per, oh no, I need a better word. Like, like a life filled with purpose, right? Is, is, is a happy life, right? For most people, as you said, you know, skills, talents and all that. But are you living a life that is truly, right, satisfying for you versus the emotions? Right, the emotions change with every situation. Even in this moment, you could, you know, turn sad because of something that could happen, right? Or you could be sad now and something could make you happy. And... Maybe you might think, how on earth can I be happy but not happy, right? As in, be happy emotionally but not live a happy life. I'm going to use an example which I think is, is somewhat relevant. A lot of people, right, or us, were like first generation or second generation, like free, right? Concept, you know, with quotation marks. That means that you know somebody who 
was born and raised in a period of time in which they weren't free, right? Following? Yeah, I'm hearing you. I'm hearing you. So you can say that they didn't live happy lives. But if you ask most of these people, right, about their upbringing or, or their family life, they'll they'll give you like a very excited response, right? They'll give you very a very happy response because they remember it fondly. But even in that time, they were happy, right? So, so I'm showing how your life can be bad, but in in fragmented moments, you can find or feel a sense of joy or fulfillment, even though it's with limitations, right? Because emotions change and they're very fickle, but on a lifestyle level, right? That is what we aim towards building. And you said your answer was so unsure. It is really, really, really unsure. So uh, now follow-up question. How would you know that you're actually happy here? You. Um, see, now I've actually got to think. Now I need to delve into my own brain. I think in terms of knowing that you're happy, mm-hmm. it's, it's, it's just... It's more of a, a re or sort of like a delayed thing, if I can put it that way. It's not it's not something that you can recognize at the time. You know, it's something that you look back on and you say, Okay, yeah, I've I've been happy so far. You know what I'm saying? You mm-hmm. it's very difficult to talk about happiness within the moment in respect to the general sense of things you know because as you said there's the emotion side of it where you know one thing can make you happy on one side and then in the next moment another thing can like either anger you or or depress you you know so in that regard it's very difficult to kind of pinpoint whether you're happy or not but when you go to sort of like hindsight you know Mm -hmm. you, you come to look at it with a different lens and say yeah for the most part, I was actually, I was actually happy, you know? So for me, it's, it's a situation like whenever, like I'd, I'd use it, it, it's, it's akin to somebody asking me if I'm ready, you know? Mm-hmm. For me, it's like, hey, dude, I can only tell you once I'm within this thing. Once I'm within this thing, then for sure, I can like let you know that I'm happy or let you know that I'm ready. But until that point comes, I don't know. I don't know. Like, I feel like it's one of those things that just kind of like, kind of like hits you where you're like, oh, shit, actually, I'm I'm pretty happy with this. You know, it's, it's for me, at least, it's not one of those things where I can give you like a set sort of layout of how I think it would look, you know, but for me, it's, it's, it's one of those things that just hits you randomly, man, and says, yo. Here you go, happiness. Yay. And I think like, okay, now I'm hearing a bird. Probably going to be in, in the background. Because you know, you know, you know. It's another you know. bird feature. You know what it is. You know, you know, we're, we're all about, you know, the poultry and poetry. <laughs> Actually, <laughs> um, 
<laughs> that, that's a dry one. That, that, that's a dry one. It's gonna, it's gonna fly over uh, a few, oh, few heads, you know. But what, what can we say? What can we say? But what we can say is, it's always a blessing, right, to hear birds chirping instead of guns being shot. So that, that is one of the greatest blessings we can have, right? And um, bringing it back is is. Okay, you also referenced episode two. I believe it was episode two. I'm not even sure. We're on 39 episodes, man. But I believe it was episode two, right? When to pull the trigger. But it is an episode on knowing when you're ready or or diving into things when you're not necessarily feel ready, right? Yeah, yeah. I remember and, that one. And, and also when we look at season two in its entirety, right? The whole movement from losing yourself to to loving yourself or putting it in in a more right contemporary term which is not actually contemporary it's just like this quarter-life crisis type of term right um, finding yourself as as people like to quote unquote say and and i and i feel like right that is also a process of of starting or or, or finding happiness as a lifestyle because right you don't necessarily have things but you now know who you are and you know the path which you are on because happiness also has like this connotation where it's somewhat akin to excitement right i'm happy right now right but one can't always be in a constant state of excitement as such i think we need to rethink happiness as 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 a type of right calmness right we've all we've also spoken about right like boredom right and and not boredom is in not knowing what to do but 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 finding that peace in the mundane right and and that is is also you know that that those are the characteristics of of a happy life of happiness in are you at peace with yourself are you at peace in your life is your life even though it's not going the way you want it to be but are you comfortable with your own life and where it's going what it's becoming you know all these possibilities that that are that are in your life right but and but happiness i think also it's it's also one of those it's it's abstract concept you know like x factor you know when they see someone as an x factor and I feel like also with happiness, you just it's just a random ass day where you're like, you know what? I'm happy. <laughs> I feel like that that's it's it's one of those type of moments where you're like, you know what? I'm genuinely happy. And I actually had one of those moments. I mean, I'm not sure this year or last year, I'm not sure when, but you just have one of those moments where you're like, you know what? I'm I'm genuinely happy and and the weird thing right this is this is this is the weirdest thing ever i feel like that's when so many challenges come into your life i don't know why i don't know why but i feel like once you reach it there's something that tests it like are you really happy right and and on every corner on every side like shit hits the fan but like on a temporary like like fuck june like june was a shitty ass month june going to july right 
and I don't know why, but and and that was actually a topic of of conversation with the, the people around me. Like, oh, really? I'm like, guys, I, I don't know why people are, are on my case now. When 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 I'm finally at at that point, not that I wasn't, but like at that point, you know, when it like when everything makes sense, right? Yeah, yeah. I think it's hard to explain, but okay, you you talk, and then I'm gonna use an example, a very cool example. Go for me. Nah, I get you, man. I get you. I just I feel like. And it's so weird to to like speak about life as if it has it has like a, a consciousness, you know. But it it does genuinely feel like that sometimes, where the moment you you're okay with something, or the moment you feel like you've achieved a certain a certain level of of whatever it is you were seeking to achieve, you know, that's when that's when the real challenges come about, you know, and and. I think that's kind of like what makes it difficult to view happiness as a lifestyle, you know, and view happiness as as something that is is more gauged by longevity than by intensity, you know? Because I feel like you could have one absolutely joyous happy moment, you know, and it doesn't feel as satisfying perhaps as you know an entire five years of just this kind of calm not really in your face sort of sort of you know positivity and 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 happiness you know and i think once you once you're able to like you know reset your mind and and allow yourself to view happiness as something gauged by by longevity rather by rather than by intensity that's when all of this shit starts happening because now now you're moving into a new space you know what i'm saying it's 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 not the same as it was before you know you're you're dealing with different different concepts you're dealing with you know new deficit new definitions of of old ideas you know to an extent as well and once that happens as soon as you start changing definitions and changing your viewpoint on certain ideas and certain concepts and certain, you know, ideologies and stuff like that, that's when, that's when you find new challenges, you know, because I find it, I'm hard pressed to believe that you can change your viewpoints on something and not find a challenge thereafter, you know, because if you're not finding a challenge thereafter, you're not finding something that seems a bit, off-ish, you know, I, I genuinely think you you might not have fully transitioned from one perspective to the next, you know. And I think that's that's the general gist of it, you know, is a change of mindset always comes with, you know, a change of a change of viewpoint. And once you change your viewpoint, there are certain challenges and things that you will see that you have never seen before, you know. And and that's that's kind of like what the case is. It's like once you realize what true happiness is, you know, a whole bunch of other things change around you. And once those things change, I mean, man, it feels like feels like a shitstorm just brews out of nowhere, you know. But that's because it's a change of mindset and it's a change of it's a change of viewpoint, you know. But 
that's that's my two cents on it. I feel like a lot of long term, long term. Eva, hey, yay! Long, <laughs> long term. You know, like shit. English that you plant, bundles of gosh. You know, no, this was me saving it. You know, like shit that you plant, and then as you grow, it stems out. You know, long stem, right? But I meant long term because it happens in the long term. That was called the save, a perfect save. Before I'm doing interrupted, but you know. Because everything comes into fruition. Listen to this continuation, right? Because once the, the journey and process of your happiness comes into fruition, right? Is it not when the birds and the rats and all these animals start, like, you know, they want to eat all those fruits, right? Is it, I know we always think of um, you being in a positive space that attracts positive people, but right, uh, this is not law of attraction shit. This is just abstract speaking. Like you, we're not getting into that. You know, you know, this is your first episode. Listen to the rest of these episodes. You know, we're not about that shit. Not, maybe it works for some people. Who knows? You know, but mm, you know, but this is a real world example, right? A tree doesn't get bothered until it bears fruits. That's when even people, like in my grandmother's place, you had a peach tree. And once they they, they started like being ripe, people, would, you, you know what happens in a place that is like a peach tree. People will try the fence, they'll try it, you know. That's when you receive challenges, once you start bearing fruits, right? And And I don't know. I don't know why, like, all this shit. Like, I feel like nobody bothered me when I was, like, you know, at, at a much, at, at a transitional phase. Because I feel like, I feel, I feel like I did hit rock bottom. And then I was at a point where it is, like, back to the drawing board. And, and then now where I'm like, okay, everything makes sense, right? Everything makes sense. Everything's mapped out. The blueprint has been remade. You know, all our current episodes have explained this. But that's when, like, now people are challenging you. That's when now life is challenging you. And, and, and it's weird. But you did speak on it. And you did speak on it. But it's also, I was watching um, WWE Evil, right? It's a documentary series on, on different villainous characters and different periods of time, right? And the last two episodes... One is on Ric Flair, right? Yeah. So, so, okay, I'm not sure how much you know about Ric Flair. How much do you know about Ric Flair's story? Yo, yo. Okay, I'm going to get into it. I'm going to get into it, you know. And and this is, (laughs) okay, I'm going to, I'm going to first tell a a real life story. So, my little cousin, I don't know, was in grade seven, but he's born in October, so he's, yeah. So he's 12. He's 12, he's turning 13. And obviously now, right, contemporaries getting into the wrestling phase, because I don't know, in SA it's a phase, and it's something that's not a phase like that. Right? But um, of course, I think I think Randy, I think Randy just hit 25 years or, or 20 years. And I think, no, 20 years. I think they were doing a 20 year celebration. So I'm like, 
you know when we were like still you know when we were started like evolution was so i'm like telling about evolution you know it's like we were like youtubing it and all that and he genuinely didn't know rick rick flair is understandably he's been retired for a while but how do you not know who rick flair is okay right so 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 this is one of those moments for everyone i can't believe you okay but yeah so rick flair right had when he was starting out he was just like a generic character right he could he had the skills and all that but then he had an airplane crash right okay okay so in that airplane crash i think he's the only person who he was hospitalized for a while but he's the only one who actually came out um normal right Okay, normal is not the right term, but he came out, I'd say, similar to when he got out. I mean, before the plane crash. So, yeah. another person was paralyzed, another one passed away, right? So, he could still walk and, you know, but he lost a lot of weight. He was he was actually bigger than, than what we know him. Like, when you think of Ric Flair, he used to be like a buff dude and then plane crash, hospitalized. So, all that time, he lost weight and in that time he had to, like he was rethinking his character and, and he put all these elements into what we now know as as the dirtiest play in the game right mm. so he crafted that so so there's that period of, of of taking it all in and it's not just him right it's it's going and then the 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 following episode episode eight there's only eight episodes it's it's on Roman Reigns, right? He I think he's now like the champion. He's like he holds every title, and maybe when maybe when this airs, you would have lost. I don't know, but yeah, he holds every title right now. You, you know how 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 quickly these things go. Yeah, definitely. But even he had like um the, like this character, which everybody hated, right? And oh yeah, wrestling was still on ETV. You know, I still remember that. Cause, cause varsity days, nobody had DSTV, nobody had DSTV, and 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 chill. <laughs> it was tough you, there. You don't, yeah. So, so yeah, I still remember, right? Even even that character, 2016, 2017. But now pandemic, um, because because he he had cancer, right? He had leukemia, and obviously with COVID. He, he didn't wrestle because you know the risk nobody knew what it was but when he came back he came back as a heel right and and he's been and he's been a champion ever since i think as you recall this he just hit day number 700 right which is uncommon in the modern era and not to boil wrestling talk is even like the the concept that has been running throughout right this medium which we see is that at some point these people get it right they finally get what their character is and at that point it's not really a character they've infused their own elements same with like a stone cold you know 316 and and carrying on from that is that even i feel like even in real life because art imitates life and life imitates art you just mm. get to that point where you finally get who you are and whether you call it finding yourself, whether it's a revelation, whether you just get to that point where you're you're so comfortable with who you are, despite what you have, despite where you are, and and it's somewhat it, it resonates, right? 
I feel like everyone can feel it or, or maybe it's a change in your own attitude, but it, it just resonates at that point where you're finally ready to be the man or you're finally ready to be the champ. Where this whole time you had the skills, you, you had the desire, you had all these elements, but now you just have it, the X factor. And, and, and X factor or, or, or being happy, whatever you want to call it, I don't, I don't think I, ha I can give you a, a guideline on how to reach it, but you just know, you just know when you reach it. And, and that's a hard thing to, to actually have, even on a platform like ours, how are you going to tell someone you just know when you have it? You know, it's such a hard thing to tell people, but, but it's true. It's, it's, it's true. It's, it's like how people say you just know when you've fallen in love, like, are you thinking about it too much? You haven't. But, but you just know the difference. Or sometimes there's this one relationship which just feels different. Like you've been in relationships, but this one is just, you know. And, and some things in life have one of those you will just know. But that doesn't mean you shouldn't actually work towards it, right? And, and this is where, if you look at it, Aaron had that going back to the drawing board phase. That's why we spoke. We had a whole season on losing yourself and, and reaching the point of, of loving yourself where you're working on yourself. You're breaking yourself down. And, and after you break yourself down, you rebuild yourself. Shit. Now you're trying to click the people with my name. This guy. <laughs> mm. I hear you, boy. I hear you. Um, I think probably the first... I guess thing that you you identify as you know realizing just how how not two sided necessarily right but just how many how many faces to you they are you know and and I think that's that's kind of like the first realization where you realize that there are certain things that you thought you weren't capable of good and bad you know that you you in retrospect realize like I'm I'm not just capable of it, but I I can actually do it do it pretty well, whether it be for good or it be for bad, you know. And I think that that helps in you understanding the sort of person you are a bit better, you know. And once you once you kind of like get to understand yourself, that's when you that's when you hit like that midpoint, you know, where you're like, okay, what do I do now? 
right? Do I do I keep these traits or these aspects of myself that I I I I have realized and I've come to come to understand, or do I alter them? You know, do I throw them away completely? You know, and the decision is very difficult, right? Because the decision is always based off of your mindset at the time, like your state of mind. You know, like when I popped out of my dog phase, I was like, I wouldn't say I was on a mission, but it was that thing of, okay, I want to be better. I want to do better. And I want to like refocus, re-engage and get back to, you know, like an earlier version of myself where I was less distracted, where I was, I was, I was less preoccupied and I was, I was, I was a bit nicer as a human being in general, you know? But I also came to realize that as I stepped out of that dark phase, like a couple of a couple of darker aspects of me did, you know, in retrospect, help me out of a number of even darker situations. So it also became a thing of, hey man, I can't just be like all nice now. You know, I can't just be sugar and spice. You know, I need I need something heavy. You know, I need something that puts me puts me in a a more balanced space, you know? And and that's when I started thinking about the whole balance thing. Like, how do I balance myself out as a human being when it comes to my personality, when it comes to, you know, my 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 abilities, when it comes to my focus in general, you know? And, yo, bro, it's, 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 it seems like a daunting task at first, you know? But when you take it a day at a time, which is what I did, I literally just, Took it one step at a time. It was like, yo, once I get this part done, that's cool. I'll just focus on the next one. Like I took it one task at a time where it's like, okay, do you know yourself? No. Okay, figure that out first. As soon as I knew myself, I was like, okay, now you know all of these things. Do you understand these things? Okay, no. Take that as the next task. As soon as I got to a point where I say, okay, I understand myself. Now it's like, okay, what are you going to do with yourself? You know, do you know what you're going to do with yourself? No. Now you figure that out, you know, and you take it just bit by bit, you know, little chunk by little chunk. And eventually you get to a point where you say, okay, I know what I'm about. I know what I'm capable of. I know what I'm technically not capable of. And I know which parts of myself I'm happy with. And I know which parts of myself I'm not happy with. And those parts that I'm not happy with, I've decided to like change them for the, for the better. You know, those parts that I can't change, I've decided to just let go of you know and i think i always come back to the same point like it all stems from knowing yourself you know as soon as you know yourself man like a whole new a whole new picture of who you are you know pops up into your mind and it can either it can either break you or it can either make you you know make you in the sense that it'll it'll make you want to do something or break you in the sense where you say yo yeah, I'm a, I'm a shitty piece of piece of flesh at this point, you know, and and you just give up on life in totality, you know. But again, I say, your mindset is the determining factor. Do you make yourself better, or do you choose to give up and just accept this this nonsense version of who you are? And I'm not saying like the previous version is of you, whoever you may be, is nonsense, but you know. 80% of the time that tends to be the situation because we never really change until we've gone through something that forces us to change. But yeah, man, that's, that's kind of how I look at it. That was, 
that was a brief look into you know before the dark phase and after the dark phase that's 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 very real worldy and and very applicable to people's lives because i think i don't know if it's everybody thing or just us but like the biggest shadow in your life or the biggest shadow cast in your life is is yourself and your own achievements and the things you could do or the things you did do like okay i don't know if that's an everybody thing or it's just us but if it's just us then i don't know and we're gonna start oh no they're weird oh no well you know this, this is the traits of an overachiever achieving so much that the only thing he can change is himself oh it's so arrogant that, that that's so you know you're, you're in the bubble this, this is actually shit that people say like real world shit right and i'm gonna use Back to wrestling. Two more wrestling examples. Today is just one of those <laughs> geeky ass days where you know, you know. But I don't give a fuck, you know. And so I I I watch um watch and listen. Okay, today I was actually listening because I can't watch podcasts at work and listen to them now. But uh, uh the Broken Skull sessions, right? It's Stone Cold. I broken skull because I think everyone knows Stone Cold. Yeah, still yeah. on the highest sense. But um, I think he was talking to I think a character name is Bailey, right? It's it's an old one. How right? She was like a perennial baby face, baby face good person, and at some point, right? She also flipped the switch, and she also was. I think she still is because she's not holding a title now, but but like. At the time, she was like the longest reigning SmackDown Women's Champion. But she also spoke about how she finally realized, like she was giving so much. She became like a locker room leader. So that's the person like helps everyone and, you know, everyone relies on you. But at some point, you also need to to add a bit of selfishness to your selflessness. Because I feel like a lot of great people are held back by being selfless, Right. And 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 even even Stone Cold is like that is a, a key part of it in that you're still helping everybody, but don't forget yourself along the process, and that's what takes you from good to great, right? When you're good, everyone uses you. Everyone wants. Wait, excuse me. Everyone wants a piece of 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 good. They they. They want to fit you into their own narratives. But when you're great, right, they, they need to think of you as, as, a, as, as a partner in crime. Or they think of you as someone they can work with. Not, not, not trying to get you to work for them, but they see you as someone they can run with, right? And, and this is the, the difference. And this is how it also impacts upon your, your, your relationships in I know, I know. Now you're probably asking, how does this all relate to being happy? But you, you won't be happy if, if you're feeling like everyone is chipping away at you, right? And, and, and people, they don't even realize it themselves. But sometimes you're everybody's go-to person. You're everybody's, you know, like panic alarm. You're everybody's 
you know and 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 you're good you're 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 not doing it out of obligation you're doing it out of out of a genuine love but at some point right if if you don't limit if if you don't actually I don't know, like be a little bit more selfish. You won't be happy because you won't be making, you'll be making time for everyone, but not making time for yourself, right? And it's the same with work, the same with relationships, it's the same just in, in, in every aspect of life in that reaching that point of, 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 of greatness and happiness and all these positive words takes a lot of things that, you know, we, we associate negatively. And, and if you look at it, all the people actually pointing at you and saying this is negative, they themselves are not happy, right? It's crazy that we've given the concept of, of happiness or the concept of life advice to people who haven't reached what they're speaking about, right? Think about that. Think about someone on your level can only give you advice that's on your level, Right? And, and, I, and I'm not saying, ah, oh, go look for a mentor, go. But all I'm saying is that sometimes you may be wrong and, and you must be willing to admit when you're wrong and willing to admit when, when, when you know nothing. But on other times, you need to bet on yourself, even when the whole world says you're wrong, because you'll never be happy if you don't give it a shot. And, and that's one of those things, you know. And the second example which I was gonna use is we'll move over to AEW, you know, contemporary, new, and um John Moxley, I think it was Dean Ambrose and WWE. Like I, I think that's our era of wrestling. But he like real world he went to rehab, right? For drinking. And and with him it wasn't because he was on some like psycho crazy, oh when I drink, I'm I'm you know. You know how we normally associate the whole rehab story? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But you realize that every time he tried to quit alcohol, he couldn't last like a, a, a long time. And, 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 and at some point you ask yourself, you're like, but why can't I actually like let go of this one thing, right? And, and, and I was watching um, the sessions, not just the sessions I did with, Renee Paquette, it's his wife. But she's great. She's great on, 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 on. That's also another great podcast to watch or listen to. And, and, and he was speaking about that, how he's like, but I, I'm, I'm, I'm struggling to quit this thing. And, and in my mind, I can quit it at any time, but he's not able to. And, and how it just became this, like, part of his life. He's like, after every gig, you know, we drink after everything we drink and until the point where you're like, actually, the, actually with alcohol, if, if you let go of it, like just abruptly, like cold turkey, you could actually die. That's actually a fact. You could just die if you just try and quit it. Right. So it's like just on random days, like, you know what, I'm going to rehab. And and but, you know, when you go to a place like that, they start like they, they go, you know, they they break you down to build you up. Right. And right now he is the, the world champ, right, in, in his promotion. And, and, I'm, and I'm not saying that he wouldn't have reached it. He was champ before, but he's never looked this good. Like he looks good, like physically and, and even at his face. And, and think about it. He wasn't in a destructive pattern, but 
he realized something that he wanted for him to to be better and and there was a challenge in that he couldn't quit alcohol even though he's not you know technically i can't you know you wouldn't call it you know he's not i think when or with anything like that you wouldn't say i'm addicted to this thing because you're like i'm functioning you know there are people are functioning addicts right you live in your life it's normal everything is going well but if you try to quit that one thing it would be extremely hard for you and sometimes that that attachment is also what's keeping you from greatness i'm not saying go minimalist and all that shit you know go vegan you know all that shit you know all i'm saying is that if if there there are aspects of your life that have a greater control over you than you have over them then i don't think you can truly be happy this this is the same even with something as stupid as work right if if like you know i was thinking about this it could rain it could snow you you could have your arm chopped off and you will still go to work right i'm not saying quit your job i'm not saying quit your job guys money money is a need money is a need right i'm not saying quit your jobs but all i'm saying is that for a lot of people they would sacrifice everything just to make it to work it's not even payday just to make it to work but they'd never even put half of that effort into like just hanging out with their family like let's not make it about money and riches or or, or, or all that or even make an effort to to read that book they've always wanted to read to to go to that place they've always wanted to go they'll never put in that effort but they'll put the effort into going into work so so these are things to ask yourself and and a lot of working people aren't happy because you go to work you come back you sleep and then you go to work the next day and, and you don't have time for anything and you come back angry because because it was frustrating and it was tiring and when you're tired your emotions are very volatile and and can you say that happiness as a lifestyle has been achieved if there's no balance between work life and your life even though life is work and work is life but where's the balance in that right and and these are things to actually actually think about you know rant over no, it's not a rant. I just like saying rant over. <laughs> That's like your new your new drops mic moment. Just like rant over. <laughs> yeah, RO. Put it on a shirt and sell it. No, but I hear you, man. I hear you 100%, you know. And I think because you mentioned something about like um, functioning, functioning addicts, right? And I think that's for me, that's like a a more dangerous space to be in, you know, where you're functioning, but you realize or you don't realize that you're addicted to something, you know, because it makes it so much more or it makes it so much more difficult for you to actually pinpoint what the issue is, you know, and it makes it so much more difficult for you to actually want to change because as we like to say, you know, if it's not broken, don't fix it. You know, so if your life is going pretty okay and, and everything seems to be in check outside of that one thing, I mean, you're going to find it very difficult to want to fix that one thing. And for me, that's a more dangerous space because that's a space of comfortability. 
you know, that's a space where you're comfortable relatively because you're saying nothing is going wrong. So let me not tempt fate, you know? And for me, that's a lot more dangerous than you, for example, becoming like a non-functioning alcoholic and you're just drinking all day, every day. And, you know, or you're, you're smoking all day, every day or whatever it is, you know, and you're doing that all day, every day. And now it's starting to impact on the rest of your life negatively. Because there it's clear to see that this thing needs to change. But when you can't really see the reason for it changing, besides your own like self-determination and self-motivation, which, if we'll be honest, doesn't really last long in a lot of people, you know. Outside of that, man, it's very difficult to 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 kind of change that. And for me, that's that's a super dangerous space, like a super, super dangerous space, you know. And on the whole, life is work and work is life thing. Like I I agree, but I also feel like because people don't know themselves, they don't know what they want to do outside of work, right? And the moment you don't know what you want to do outside of doing the necessary things, that's when your life starts to feel empty, you know? Like you could ask a number of people right now, you know, especially in our age group in our country, you know, probably the rest of the world, I don't know, you know, but if you had to ask them, like this specific group, this millennial group. What are your hobbies? What do you like to do outside of work? What do you like to do outside of what we all know our age group likes doing? Like, what what are you about? You know, that question is very difficult to answer for a lot of them. You know, because they don't know. They 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 haven't taken the time. They haven't sat down with themselves. You know, I knew I enjoyed doing that. Nobody else, not around me, but in general, nobody else like liked doing you know what i'm saying and and those are things that i committed my energy to outside of the necessary tasks that had to be accomplished you know what i'm saying even though i i didn't i didn't give as much energy before at a certain time you know things change and and you develop as a person and you realize like listen i need somewhere to get my happiness from you know i need something to balance me out and just you know help me help me see things a bit better help me see things a bit clearer you know because I don't think people really realize it, but it's in those other activities that you can also find yourself. You can also learn more about yourself and realize just who you are, you know, especially when it comes to things like art, you know, like, like art for me is always, has always been like a reflection of, of someone's sort of internal, internal conflict. You know, whether they like to admit it or not, it's either it's an internal conflict or it's an internal desire, but it's something intrinsic to you. You know what I'm saying? And and you may not have picked up on it before you started, you know, maybe writing or drawing or painting or whatever the situation is, you know, but doing little things like that, you know, they, they shed light on, on who you are as a person and they shed light on, on, on your psyche at that time, you know, and, and, and how you're feeling emotionally and psychologically. The, these things show you you know in in the clearest form for me where you are mentally and where you are emotionally you know so i feel like that's also something that you know should be put on the table is like find something you enjoy doing see how you feel after that you know find something you enjoy doing see see what impact it has on your life or 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 what what new knowledge it has to give you you know these these are the ways you go about learning yourself. And I feel like we had an entire chat about like 
knowing yourself and learning yourself in the process of going through that. I just can't remember which episode it is. But yeah, man, that's that's my two cents. It's probably in season two, because that's where we really got into those type of topics where people are afraid. Most afraid of these topics, and then they listen, they're like, oh, it's not as bad as I thought it would be. It's such a really cool episode. Yeah. But yeah. You know, as you as you're speaking about age group and all that, right? We in our mid twenties, oh, quite a mid twenties, you know. And and at this point, I think okay, a generation ago, like our parents, or even two generations ago, our grandparents were like married with kids and all that. And now there's this kids been delayed by like three to five years because of degrees and all that. But there's a general like status quo way in which people i'd say what are working like starting out life and like there's this i don't know it's, it's called settling the settler settling thing right and i don't know how do you feel about that right in 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 this Let's call it the let's call it the expectation of of where you should be in life at at this point in time. Does it? Do you do you ever think about it, the the whole? Okay, this is where a typical twenty five, twenty six, twenty four, twenty seven year old is in life, and and whether you're there or not, is it something you think about? Um, definitely, man. I, I, I have my days where I think about it, you know, I have my days where I sit down and I analyze it and I'm like, hey, my thought it's looking tricky here. It's, it's, it's looking, it's not looking too good, you know, where, where, where you look at, <clears throat> for example, your, your, your peers, you know, people that you were, you were at a similar point with, you know, in life somewhere along the line. And then you know, now you flash to mid-20s and you're like, eh, other people are there at the top, other people are here at the bottom. Some of us are just floating in this, like, lost wasteland where we don't really know what the hell is going on, you know. And then <clears throat> it hits me. And I realize, listen, man, there are, there are certain people that are going to find not necessarily find their feet, right? But they're going to find a comfortable lane to squeeze into and they're going to milk it for all it's worth, man. And I don't blame them, especially in a time like this, you know, where nothing is certain and everything seems to just be in a in a crazy spiral where you don't know what's going to happen next. You you want some level of familiarity, you know, you want some level of comfort and and there's nothing wrong with that, you know? And then you realize that, other people are going to struggle for a bit longer, you know, not because they choose to, you know, but simply because they've chosen a more, and I don't want to say a more challenging path, you know, but I want to say a path that is a bit more, I'd say, worth it at the end. You know, a path that's bit that's a bit more, a bit more rewarding, you know, because because I think my sister likes saying this a lot, you know. She says, she says, she likes saying something along the lines of, um, the longer the gestation period, the bigger the beast, you know. And and those are, 
that's one way to look at it, right? One way to look at it is, yo, listen, I may choose this path that's looking tricky right now, but in five, six years' time, you know, maybe even 10 years' time, it's going to show its 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 true fruits. You know what I'm saying? So, you know what I'm saying? It's going to show why it, it took all the twists and turns that it took, you know? Whereas on the other side, realistically speaking, I mean, if you're on your feet now, the chances of you, you know, falling off or, or staying at that level are, are, are slim, you know, especially if you're a person who's determined and you're a person who's self-motivated and you always want to do better, you know? And then there are those people who are just, you know, you're comfortable wherever you are, like you're fine, you know? So, yeah, it plays on me a lot. But I've also come to realize that the one thing that does help you in, in that situation, you know, where you do think of these expectations is also understanding, like, your own situation, like where you are at the current point in time and what you can actually do. You know what I'm saying? Because at the end of the day, man, there's always going to be societal expectations of, of what should happen and what shouldn't happen and what you should do and what you shouldn't do and where you should be and how much you should have, you should have achieved by now. But it's not going to matter in like the next five years, you know, no, nobody cares when, for example, a, 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 a millionaire actually became a millionaire. Nobody cares. Because by the time this person is a multimillionaire, all you care about is the fact that this person is a multimillionaire. You know what I'm saying? Nobody cares about when um, um, a specific artist started doing this. It doesn't matter. Five years, ten years, through all of that, it doesn't matter because what was supposed to be achieved has been achieved. You know? So it's always a matter of trying to also realistically look at things and and say what are my current expectations keyword being my right meaning you as a person what are your current expectations and your expectations always have to be realistic and that's the point i've gotten to where it's like yo listen i'm not saying i'm settling i'm saying right now i'm i'm working on what i can work on and i'll take the next challenge after i've cleared this one out of the way you know what i'm saying because at the end of the day it doesn't help to you know, be be pushing for the stars when you can barely, you know, jump over a fence, bro. But yeah, that's that's like my two cents on it. Yeah, I don't lie. Also, but I I realized something, right? So I was weird. I was like, wait, most of my friends are older than me. It, it is the weirdest thing ever, right? And and the reason why I'm saying this is that, right? People are getting married and having kids and they're of age, right? So I'm like, marriage, kids. I'm like, it's so weird. Kids. And then I pause. I'm like, but yeah, they're at that age where it, it, it's not too soon. It's not too late. It's it's a right age, a ripe age. It's just, you know, they've reached a point where, right, they, they're... I don't use the word comfortable, but they're, they're financially stable enough to have a kid, to be married, you know, like financially or, or they're there. And I'm like, oh, shit. But then I remember, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm younger than all these fuckers. So, you know, plan on having a kid. And, <laughs> and, and, and I've had to think about that. But then also in, in, in people like our age, right, and, and this whole, like, 
you you start to see the stability in in a lot of people's lives right and and honestly like like this is like from a genuine genuine place like i don't feel envy it, it is like like i do think about it right when i see it i'm like you know it's i think if you have your own place you have a car you have a good like good cash it's it's something that's like that's a really good thing like that's a really good place to be in and you know you've really done well for yourself but i think i mentioned this a little bit when i spoke about role models we haven't done a full episode as well i think it was in touching base in that i'm yet to meet somebody right like like face to face i'm yet to meet somebody who has what i want out of life right and because of that it's 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 like do you right do you i, I will be there if you invite me i will be there you know um 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 you, you know i don't do this for to 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 show face i'm genuinely happy for you know for people and and in whatever pursuit they in I'm, i genuinely like call you ask how you're doing and all that shit but but it's 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 nothing in which
excuse me again you're, you're going back in 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 a manner in that you're looking at yourself and and you and you're like the path that i'm on is it really for me it is does it make sense for me does it make sense as to who i am and how my life is every day i'm gonna make myself an example again i don't do it enough but i mean i do it a lot on this part i don't give a fuck but it's gonna make sense right when when my life was was honestly in 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 shambles right but not like uh, i won't say like sham okay let's say when my life was in shambles clickbait right i was at my most outgoing right i cherish those memories with all my life it is it is it is you know i i really do you know love that period but i also hate it and but my point is i was most outgoing and and feel like people were, were comfortable that that's when they felt oh this is a real dude you know this is this is this is you know it was just a phase i feel like people deep down they thought it was just a phase you know my introversion and all that shit and then when i reached a point where now it's it's i'm seemingly alone because i don't speak about the conversations i have with my friends or people because you know the conversations like if you share like you, of course i can say oh, i spoke to Dumiso today but i won't be like me and Dumiso spoke about this like come on maybe i'm the only person who keeps shit to myself but if you speak to me it's between us and and i have that with all my friends in that it's 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 even this part it, it's it's these are the conversations we have and we decided to record them for the world that these are normal conversations which i have with people which i consider friends right but my point is that now that like you don't see me as 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 frequently and and i'm not as you know in in every space and in all that this is my most normal and and this is when people are stressing like ah oh, you know there's nobody in his life and only to find like if, if 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 i had an event on saturday there'd be a lot of people there because a lot of people would show up and 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 it is a weird thing and i'm tired of explaining that shit than that yes i'm alone but i do have people in my life right and 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 i think feel like a lot of true i know some people like ah, i'm an introvert but they're really not but a lot of true introverts go through that in that you don't you're not necessarily seeing people every day but you are interacting with people regularly and and a lot of your time is spent you know or in my case because maybe i'm a super loner and a lot of time it's seemingly spent alone but then you also ask yourself how on earth do i reach 12 books at 25 like a lot of you write one book in their life guys i've written 12 books at 25 i i know sometimes people think oh it's just three books oh maybe it's it's 12 books and there will be more right like like I, i've already i've already given myself a cutoff but my point is when do you think i get the time to go to work to work on 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 editing i edit people's shit and and work on on mind in the moon work on mind in the moon's videos work on 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 my own books and and work on a business three businesses oh no not right now we've given all our resources to one and have time to actually if there's one person who can say that i haven't responded to them 
in 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 the same day they texted me they would be lying if there's one person who can say that they haven't hit me up and i missed the call and i called them back they would be lying i make time for every single person in my life and i still have time to actually work on everything that i want to work on and you're going to be like oh such a loner oh no he's never with people you never see with people it's like <laughs> he's such a weirdo what he does you know think about all that shit think about all that shit you know and and i don't i don't say this blatantly because i'm not that type of guy i i just like doing like i just like doing shit i like doing shit and 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 i like speaking about it once it's done but yo man it's like sometimes i feel like public enemy number one and and all i do is 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 not bother anyone and just work on my shit and, and 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 also i'm blowing my own horn this is the one time i'm gonna blow my own horn i think i'm justified you think i'm justified i don't even need your validation but i'm just asking <laughs> wait wait you don't know me yeah can't ask the man with the ego whether you're justified or not yeah but but you're the one person who can who can uh, i trust to be honest like am i justified in in, in saying this or not bro me i've always told people but yeah, you are eh, justified. Eh, eh. Eh, you are justified in expressing yourself. That is my that is my key. Yeah, but there's also there's, there's a line in it. There's a line in it. I, I, I'm I'm the type of person who believes that you know the work will speak for itself, and and I feel like sometimes people you know they undermine you and you don't you don't speak too much and then they'll call you shit and 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 and. You know, you you're in your own lane. You mind your own business, and the people will celebrate when you fail. Like what the fuck, you know? And 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 then they'll wonder why you're like, you know what? Just 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 watch me, and and I don't know what the fuck you you see in me. Why people like my business when I when I'm the most boring person ever, you know? But but people like you know i don't know i think maybe it's the mystery of of not knowing i think the mystery of not knowing makes people want to know and only to find that it's boring and then they fill in the blanks and then they make it this like exciting story where even you are like yo this is me you're like yo come believe you know but my point is that right as a person right the flip of the switch is is your normal is not everyone's normal right if if you're an outgoing person right and your life is still balanced and you stop being outgoing that's when you need to ask yourself like what's really going on in my life right for me it's the opposite it's 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 um i'm a small groups type of person right and 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 i like my own time but i also make time i also like time with other people even this notion of I know some people think I don't like people, but and then like, like almost every day I have a conversation with someone, like really long conversation, like random strangers. I just don't get attached to people, but I actually am fascinated by people's minds, right? And 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 that's it. In that, it would be it would be if actually I had like a camera that followed me the whole day, people would be amazed. I don't want a reality show. Don't fuck with me. But but people would be amazed at 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 what actually happens, right? and and i think i've spoken about myself too much and then you see that's the switch is like oh it's been enough now you've spoken about yourself enough but the point is right 
for your life to be happy, you need to reach that point where you could be 25 and broken in debt, but still, still exude the type of energy. And I'm going to feed into the, the contemporary talk. The type of energy in which when you walk into a room, you're not intimidated by anyone. Not because you're fronting, it's not fake it till you make it, but because you know who you are and you know where you're going. That's a lifestyle, right? Your life has already happened, but a lifestyle is the life that you're building each and every day. Your lifestyle is being built. And when you're looking at the trajectory of your life, you may not be able to say where you'll be in 10 years or five years, but at least you have an idea, you have a direction, you have a plan. Once you have that, you can truly say that your life is happy because you may not have everything, but you know you're going to get it. You know, there's this line by, by Isaiah Rashad. It, it's from Park. And, and we'll, like I, I always drop that song at least like once a month or once a quarter, you know. And then one specific part where it's like, you know, you know, I don't do shit just to do it. It's going precise as we planned it. You know, I like that line because when when he when he dropped that line, is it was his first big album. He was the mixtape or underground guy. But once he hit it, once he he reached that point, he's like, "But I've been preparing for this. What have all those songs I've been releasing been? What have been all those performances?" Being like it, it's repetition, it's repetition. Greatness is repetition. Happiness is repetition. Happiness is a lifestyle because happiness is repetition. It's the habits you put into your life. It's the shit that you eat. It's the shit that you consume. Like like consumers and shit that you watch. One if it, you know all that the music you listen to. Happiness is a lifestyle because it's a combination of everything that's in your life, the people in your life. I'm gonna repeat this. The shit you listen to, the shit you eat, and, and the shit you consume, these all contribute to your own happiness and, and build the type of esteem in which you know that, right, you don't have a kid because you don't want to give birth to someone who's a burden in society. You don't want to give birth to someone you're going to stress. You're like, oh shit, what are they going to eat? What am I going to clothe them with? And I know a lot of people get by, but wouldn't it be more fun to have a kid who comes into a world where they can prosper? That's all I'm saying. Wouldn't it be better to get into a relationship when you know that you're the type of partner that is good enough for the type of person that you want to be with? I'm going to leave it there. I'm going to leave it there, right? Stay in your shitty ass relationships. Stay in your shitty ass life situations. But don't ask us to join you in your shittiness because we want our shit to be put into the ground and, 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 and as fertilizers so that, right? This is coming back. Look at this, look at this, look at this. So that it stems into greatness and everyone around you can eat the fruits of your labor. Maybe it's a me thing. But I know that when I eat, my family will eat. Right now, they may be worrying, they may be stressed, as they should. Plus, I'm the last born, they're going to worry regardless. And 
Shout out to my little sister, bro. But they still treat me like a lost boy. And it is the weirdest thing ever. You know, it is the... But she's going to grow up like an only child, even though she'll have an older brother really awesome, which is me. And she'll be really smart and she's going to kick ass because, I mean, she's MCB. <laughs> but my point is... My point is, right? Think about what you are cultivating in your life. This is a true rant. I know I always say rant over when it's not a rant, but this is a true rant. Think about the things that you're cultivating into your life and, 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 and really dive deep into them because happiness can be found even when you're sad. You could be hungry today and, and know that you have nothing to eat, but know that the reason you're hungry is that that last amount of money is what you put into buying the equipment you need to record that song, Studio. I don't know. Do you have anything to say? I should go to all the nice things. Nah, you can go to all the nice things, chap. You can go to all the nice things. Oh yeah, we don't. Wait, okay, I have to go to all the nice things. Huh? Okay, close closing remarks. You closed it, Mons. <laughs> okay, you have nothing to say. Okay, then mic drop. I've rant said, over. Rant over. I've said what I have to say for it. Oh, I'm gonna nice go straight things. into. All the nice things, all the nice things. Okay, once, once more, once more. Uh, we're hoping that there's some new members. We're hoping that the community is growing. And just so you guys can help the community grow, please tell these people where to find us. And I'm going to give you this information. If you're looking for us on Instagram, please go check out the Insta page, the community page, at Mind in the Moon. If you're looking for me on Mandla, you will find Mandla on Instagram, at Mind of Mandla. And you will find me on Instagram, at Eternally underscore Jovis. If social media is not really your thing, there's always email please do email us at africantenant at gmail.com. That is T-E-N-E-T. Get it right. Let's live life. All the nice things. Oh, yeah. And the plug. And the plug. Uh, I had to find a new website guy because my previous website guy didn't pull through. You know, And I have a lot of things which I've written. So they'll be out late. So I know it's like the dates are going to be late. They're going to be weird. Right? it's gonna be weird but it's gonna make sense and and it's all mapped out so we do have right that and then editing services i'm still working out a quotation but i'm thinking we might drop an insta page i can't promise but hopefully by the time this drops we'll have more answers so that there's that editing because you know i've written so much i'm ready to edit is ready to edit because he's written a lot even though he doesn't want to get published and and we had a point relax, where relax. <laughs> no that's just i understand don't worry it's not i understand and but my point is that now we're at a point where as i said the work you put in eventually comes back and that now people are look they seeking us out you know at a, we're at a point where we were all like you know like giving leave offers and they were all yeah 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 but now they're seeking us out they're seeking our work out and and because of that you know there could be more cheese you know more cheese on the bread it's not just bread and butter it's not bread butter and cheese so editing services will be out soon i know we promised that for a while and i don't know what else are we missing your ep is still out your ep is still out and yeah more music the other on the way. 
and new one's gonna be out and you have Yo. a lot of beats out you know listen to those dudes beats like i'm not i'm taking a good minute or two to just finish all the nice things but these are all the nice things in that you know it's an ecosystem of 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 work which which we do put in and sometimes we disappear i know but life happens you know sometimes cash is not good then we go get jobs but we still actually keep going like like you need to ask yourself how on earth these people work a nine to five and then come back still chill with family still talk to friends in your case still talk to your girl and then still have time to actually do what you love because a happy life is one which allows you to do all these things happiness is worth striving for you deserve to be happy and for anyone who's like telling like pointing like at people and like ah you're not good you're not whatever you know you also deserve to be happy because if you were happy you wouldn't be minding other people's business i think we can close it at that you know don't worry be happy that that's that's the summary of this entire episode in one song don't worry be happy and we're done